From Capital Analytics, I'm Abby Malone, and this is Invest Insights. Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. I'm joined today by Eric Ushkowitz, the Economic Development Administrator for Orange County, Florida. Eric, thank you so much for being here today. Thank you. My pleasure. Let's dive in. A large portion of your career has been focused on economic development within Orange County, with investment and interest only intensifying in the region. How do you use your decades of experience to strike a balance between encouraging economic development while maintaining the quality of life long-term residents have come to expect? Well, it's interesting because you know economic development, I would say up to the last couple of years, didn't really change much throughout my tenure here. Uh, in this role at Orange County. And I did uh, 10 years with the Economic Development Commission locally as well. And it was typically, like I said, even through the recession, through 9-11, pretty similar as we moved along. There was a little more focus, you know, as we went through some of these highs and lows on entrepreneurial and small business development. Uh, But I would say as we reached into the COVID era, that's where we really started to see some change, especially here in our community. Typically, our region wasn't a hotbed for headquarter operations. It was really more well-known for our incredible tourism industry. Once COVID hit and the advent of remote work, we really started to see a lot more interest in Orlando as a headquarter option, as they could have some of their staff work remotely and not move to the area, and then just keep the real hub of their headquarters here in Orange County or the greater Orlando area. So it's opened up a lot of opportunity for us And, you know, we've learned to really sell the community in a different way. It used to be very much focused on incentives when you talked about project recruitment. Now it's more about the quality of the workforce, the quality of life, and how quickly you could bring that business up to speed through permitting and getting them through that process from a government standpoint. Yes, and I wanted to talk about that transition from a tourism focus to a more general economic focus, because while Orlando has traditionally been perceived as a destination associated with hospitality and tourism, the local economy is actually made up of a mix of growing industries, including technology, aerospace, banking, healthcare, just to name a few. What are some creative communication strategies used by the county to accurately portray the vibrant and diverse economic landscape of Orlando? And how is the success of these efforts evident in the amount of increased investment within the region? And it's a great point. You know, we have the the blessing of Disney and Universal and SeaWorld and all of the great hotels and other attractions in our community. And the amount of money spent on marketing those industries or that industry and those, those assets uh, is tremendous and something we're never going to be able to equal on the on the technology side for the other sectors. So getting that message through has always been probably our greatest challenge. I think the folks that once they come to visit our community, they get a much better understanding of you know what we have here and what assets there are that have always been overshadowed. And it's not just because uh, tourism has such so much money in the in their marketing budget. It's also because our strengths traditionally have been in industries that really are more um, focused in the Department of Defense area. So modeling, simulation, and training, optics, and photonics, those are two foundational technologies. 
And we have the largest cluster of modeling, simulation, and training companies in the world right here in Orange County, right next to the University of Central Florida in the research park. And you know, traditionally, those types of companies, defense contractors, don't really advertise. They don't talk about what they're doing here. And as, and as military installations, they really don't focus on the marketing aspect or even the commercialization aspect of right. their technologies. Uh, so a few years back, we worked and we partner on economic development branding initiatives through our local economic development organization, the Orlando Economic Partnership. And we came up with a ca campaign called Orlando, You Don't Know the Half of It. And it really begged the question of, okay, so what is that other half? And that campaign has allowed us to tell the story of the other side of our community and the great assets that we have. And because those technologies are more foundational, they cut across other sectors like healthcare, like education, like transportation. So it really opens up a number of possibilities for our community. So the branding piece was very important to help break through and get the message through that we are more than our tourism sector. Um, but really focusing on taking technology that was developed for the Department of Defense and putting that into potential commercial applications and really understanding how to bring those groups together has been a huge part of what we try to do here. Eric, as Orlando's economy becomes increasingly diverse, the need for a well-trained workforce is essential. How is the county using creative methods to build a workforce around in-demand skill sets and how are partnerships key to these efforts? Well, partnerships are probably the biggest key, as you mentioned, towards uh, creative workforce development. Uh, through, the, through the pandemic, we worked with uh, CARES Act funding, federal funding, to really work on an accelerated training program, accelerated skills training program for our folks. As the county, we had a number of large um, facilities. For one is the second largest convention center in the country, the Orange County Convention Center. And as the pandemic started to rage and shutdowns began to happen, uh, you know, obviously the shows weren't happening in person. They went more virtual and we had a ton of space at the convention center. So we actually utilized that space in partnership with Valencia College and with Career Source Central Florida, our local workforce board, to develop large scale accelerated training programs in a number of different areas. One of them, including truck driving, which was a high demand industry and a high demand uh, skill in the community. And because of the amount of space we have at the convention center, we, will, we were able to have much larger classes that we, we would have been able to have before in a much shorter time frame. So utilizing not only the space, but even the staff and retraining our own staff to work in different aspects of the economy really was a big boon to our community. And I know a lot of other communities maybe don't have that opportunity with that kind of space, uh, but the partnerships were integral to that and working together and having such a good relationship with our workforce board, with our local colleges, allowed us to be very nimble when it came to developing new programs and getting folks back to work as quickly as possible, and as well as helping the businesses fill those high demand positions. And as we round out our discussion today, what are some of the unique ways that you're fostering creative thinking across Orange County? Well, I would say our focus, and this was something we were doing pre-pandemic, but it really became more and more important as we talk to businesses throughout this, this process that we've faced over the last couple of years, is finding the best way to really communicate to our local entrepreneurs and small businesses 
the assets that are available to them in the community. The county funds a number of programs to help support small businesses. But as we administered a small business grant program through the CARES Act, what we heard from our local businesses was that they were not aware of these tools that were available to them. So we have actually launched an economic stimulus strategy that includes more than doubling the size of the organization, doubling the organizations that provide technical assistance. We've created an online platform called BizLink Orange that has over 60 organizations where an entrepreneur or a small business can go to this platform, put in whatever their needs are and get a list back of what organizations can provide that assistance in the community. We also learned that some businesses and some entrepreneurs don't have access to computers. So we've tied that to our local 311 operator system and they can get the same assistance by calling our 311 number and they will be walked through the program. So as we were putting these new programs out, we created the online platform with the National Entrepreneur Center to help entrepreneurs and small businesses find the services that are available to them. And we're actually starting a marketing PR firm on a new project to promote that throughout the community, especially in those underserved areas. And those are the folks that struggled the most throughout the pandemic through here in Orange County. Excellent. Well, I think that we all know a little bit more of the other half of it. Thank you very much, Eric. Thank you. Appreciate it. You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Maloney. Thank you for tuning in.